This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into the weekend. It's time for the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen Falco, and man, we got a great hour coming up. We're still a little over a week away from Super Bowl 55, but we've got plenty of previewing to do. Mike continues to give out winners left and right. He had a couple bonus plays with Yerk and me earlier today. I don't know uh, if we're going to have another best play for Mike before we get out of here tonight yes. uh, for some of the action. I tell you, you continue to pick him up and put him down. And one of your strongest plays of the year was Tampa, and you were right again. Tampa Bay not only covered, but one outright. When Mike. you want to, you know, listen, uh, enough. We're the stimulus package here. The odds couple, Carmen DeFalco, Mike North. If you Look, if you've been with us since the playoffs began, we're 9-3. Nine and three. Figure that out at a at a dime at a thousand bucks a game, folks. So you're paying you're paying thirty three hundred on the juice uh, with the three losses, but you won nine grand. That's right. You went about five grand up. If that's what you want to do, if you want to go one hundred fifty, what have you? I don't want to hear crying, waiting for Congress, waiting for this, going to the mailbox. The mailbox is right right in front of you. The radio's your mailbox. You just come to us. Don't go buy GameStop uh, stock. Just come to us. That's oh, all. You don't have to. I'm the, I, I went on today. And by the way, I you know I love you know we have great commercials and everything else. And I hear about the people that uh, you know you if you, it, gambling be, be, keep everything within the business sense, folks. Yes. We won't steer you bad. You're never going to get dominated. You're never going to go like uh, you know in the hole if you listen to us. But I just want to say this: anybody that's ever had to call a gambling hotline, was losing. That's which right. means nobody on our show that's listening to our show is going to call that line yet. Oh. That's the way it is. It's been We're on fire. It's been fabulous. Make sure Tampa you, Bay, two-fisted, Carmen. Tampa Bay, I mean, my, I, you know, and... Well, it was a joke. He's getting points. He, he turned it over three straight times. He didn't even play a great game, but he was great enough when he had to be at key moments, and the Packers could do nothing with those last two turnovers, and uh, a few questionable coaching decisions and some yep. strategy decisions, I think, are going to haunt but Green Bay this offseason. But let me ask you something. Did you really get outraged at first? You know what I said? I told B. I know what this guy's doing. He's going to kick the field goal. He doesn't. He's already failed three times, Rodgers, to get it in. He's going to kick the field goal. Hope that Brady can be stopped. I kept hearing, well, how can you give Brady two minutes? He threw three picks. Yeah. So what happens if – but but I know it sounds – there's two sides to some stories. I could see the other side, too. Come I, on. I, I, I would have went for it, but, you know, it's funny in thinking back and, and, right? in, and in the moment – Nobody made a big deal about it. Well, and, you know, the other the other thing to me, and I'll give credit to Yerk for this because apparently he was on Twitter saying it right away, and I didn't mm-hmm. really think about it too much, mm-hmm. but going – for two at the end of the third quarter instead mm. of kicking the field goal because what it would have done, sure. it would have made it a seven-point game when they got down near the goal line. And you got to imagine without having to convert the two-point conversion that he was probably going to go for it on that fourth down scenario had it just been seven points. He had points. three cracks, though. And you know what? The guy tightened up. Aaron Rodgers, when I saw it in the first quarter, a 320-pound guy run him down. I mean, you not only can tighten up, uh, you know, arm-wise, you could tighten up leg-wise. He couldn't get away. They put a big rush on. I mean, they didn't – I mean, seriously, Green Bay kept Aaron Rodgers' uniform the week before clean. Yeah. 
And then Tampa Bay sacked them five times. Five times, yeah. And you know what? Tampa Bay's very good defensively, folks. Yep. To hold Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, Devontae Adams, nobody's talking about Oh, this. a quiet game, Mike. You're right. Way through underneath yeah. because they were taking away the deep ball. And you know what? Give this guy, Todd Bowles, an opportunity to coach again. Yes. Because any guy that has the, the stones to blitz Rodgers, when I've been hearing, oh, it's better to just blitz three and, and, and serve your fate, Todd Bowles deserves a tip of the cap also. You're right about that. There's something that he's doing with his defense that other yep. coordinators are going to try to mimic because historically, Aaron yeah, Rodgers... Like, like blitz like uh, Buddy Ryan. Well, maybe that's it. You're right. It's just a creative way. I don't know what it is. I, I, you know, I won't pretend to be able to look at the tape expertly and know exactly what he's doing to throw Aaron Rodgers off. Maybe, But Aaron Rodgers historically eviscerates the blitz. But, oh, my God, in two games this year, Todd Bowles dialed it up, and they got home to Aaron Rodgers a whole heck of a lot. So you're right about that. And I said this last week, folks. I mean, look, if Randy Merkin, God bless him, he's got so much stuff on his plate. He's like the guy, that, remember the guy that used to, for, for you old folks, the Ed Sullivan show, used to be a plate spinner. The guy would <laughs> spin 10 plates. You know, he's got so much to do. But if anybody wants to ever epitomize the show, the odds couple, just listen to about a three, because I listened for times last week because we had another great week okay and and we're breaking records folks keep listening because we got a pick tonight that I, you can't get anywhere else I love it. but when you start looking at, at at what i said how what's wrong with everybody why are you taking rogers he's a one-hit wonder it's all true it's all true and he had brady this is his best opportunity but i guess next year he'll be going again yeah. or if he goes to san francisco he's going to take them there he's taken green bay one time folks one time to the super bowl and that's it jim mcmahon's got more rings uh yeah because he got one as a backup didn't he in green yeah, bay, with green bay. <laughs> he's got more rings than aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but we know that. <laughs> that doesn't really matter, does it? Well, of course, wins matter. Carm, wins matter to me. You know what? I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I see a 14-time conference champ. Oh, a he's guy's amazing. going to the Super Bowl 10 times, and people are going, you're going to get it again but, this week like you did last week. So now Mahomes is the flavor of the week, and Brady's a hobo. Because Brady, for all the records he has, is still by the media – despised by many. You've heard it all from Manning to Russell Wilson uh, to Rodgers. All these guys have been the greatest quarterbacks on earth, while Tom Brady has actually been the greatest quarterback on yeah, earth. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he gets his due in that regard at this Are point, you don't kidding you? Me? Or do you think it's... People still say too much of it was tied to Belichick? Well, I, I mean, know. if he gets his due, then how come 75% of the money went to Green Bay? Well, I don't know. I mean, that that's not always the best. Thing. That's, that's public money. I mean, that's, you know, home team, favorite team. I think that was more than public money. The wise guys lose, too. Yeah. They lose. I, and you know what? People leaned Green Bay, and I kept wondering, and I kept saying, and I know this. There's a guy that's got a ticket. We'll be talking to Luke Pagandi and Brock. Oh, I so saw I'm, this, yeah. It's time for Winston. Yeah. Time for the Wolf. You better believe it. Better. I'm going to have to talk this guy off the ledge uh -huh. because if anybody thinks that Brady's just going to roll over, well, no, but I don't think anybody thinks that. You're right. I mean, sir, it's the Chiefs look formidable, but uh, no, I, mean, yeah. I don't know why you'd ever count out Tom Brady at this you point. Can't. I mean, yeah, I don't, and especially with that defense. Right what did now. I tell you? Home field wouldn't mean anything. That I told everybody last so, week on this very show that, and I knew it. Aaron Rodgers, when he ran out, he knew he was the underdog when he looked across the field. Does home field matter this time, this week, for the first time ever you get a well, home? They got, they got some noise, but, I mean, come on. Brady, you can hear his signals and everything. It's not like at the old days, you know. I mean, the Kingdome 
where you know oh, yeah. it sounded louder than uh, than an air, uh, than an airplane field. You know. Yeah, I mean Brady is not an underdog often. Let's Never. face it. I mean he's he, an underdog again this he, week. He's an underdog again this week. week. This is going to uh, next week. Yeah, he's going to be. That's going to be three straight games uh, that they're an underdog, and they've gone on the road in the first two and they've won. Now they're going to be. Uh, at home, I mean, I, I like, if I'm not mistaken, this will still go down as just a neutral site game. But, of course, it's in their building, Super Bowl 55. And uh, not only is his record pretty amazing against the spread, but just the fact that he's only been an underdog in his career, Mike, 59 times. The guy's yeah. played like 345 games in the regular season and in the playoffs. That's like 17% of the time. I mean, that's a a one out of every 5.8 times Tom Brady's an underdog. That's kind of amazing, isn't it? Yeah, he's a stud. By the way, I got some. You know, I'm not big on prop bets, but I saw a couple interesting ones. You know? How about this one? These two guys are like the golden boys of football, Mahomes and Brady. Let's face it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, come on. Roughing the passer is, is even money. Wouldn't you think if you get near these guys and you breathe on them, there might be a roughing the pass? What, what's the total? Is it like a half of a, a – what, what is it? I mean – No, it, just a call. Just roughing one, the passer. So like one roughing the passer call? One roughing the oh, passer. yeah, I would – oh, God. Right? I mean, yeah. you get near these guys unless – I remember Namath's last game or his last year a year playing. They, they'd be ready to annihilate him. They'd see it was him, and they were making money because Joe Namath got the leagues together. He yeah. won the big – they would, like, pick him up and gently throw him <laughs> down, you know? I don't think they feel that way about Brady or Mahomes. No, that and the way they throw that flag these days, I think, yeah. Right. And then I got another one here. What do you think about this? Rushing Mahomes over under 30, 30.5 yards. I'd say against that defense, I'd say under. What would you say? I'm thinking under two. And then Antonio Brown. Now, this is the one that's got my interest. He's been missing in action the week before he had one catch. Right. Four catches. Well, over and, and under. And I, get, I would automatically think under, but the only maybe thing, this is his come I, out, I, coming out party. I don't know. I think I'm with you. I'm I'm worried too much about the injury. Didn't play last week. Was very right. quiet the game before that. He's going to be. I think they've. Uh, I don't know if they had to release an injury report this week. I don't think they did. He's probably going to be. He'll be probable or questionable. I don't know. I would track that one. And if it's if he doesn't practice a lot next week. I think I'd lean towards the under two. Yeah, that. let me ask you. I got to tell you this too. I think a guy that was quiet last week until they really needed him, because he's hearing about oh, the the I, tight end from. I know it. He's hearing about the tight end from Kansas City, and he only heard he only had one catch, but it was like he's like a freight train, Gronkowski. It's like one catch for nineteen yards when they needed it. Right, right? when yeah. they really needed it. Yeah. Any total I can get, if I think Tampa's going to win, folks, if you think Tampa's going to win like I do maybe, so far, I haven't seen everything. I haven't made a pick. I'm not going to till next week. But if they're going to have a game against Kansas City, they're going to get burned, Kansas City, by the thing they've been, been burning people by, a tight end. I'm telling you. Mm. Gronkowski's going to have a game if they end up winning it. You watch and see what kind of game he is, because I don't think he was completely happy with his performance last week. When we come back, uh, the the wolf, like Mike said, oh, needs somebody. Winston Wolf. It's a matter of time change. Couch Winston change, Wolf please. has got to talk Winston to somebody wolf. who's got a ticket up for sale. And what's going on? We're going to talk to Luke Perdigandy when we come back. Ooh. Mike's got a play you don't want to miss a little bit later tonight. Ooh. Don't go anywhere. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we're the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app.
Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Every Friday night and the replays every Saturday morning, right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app, alongside Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFalco, and it's time to say hi to our good buddy from PropSwap, Luke Pergandy. Oh, 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 let me talk to these people. Yes, and they need help now. We got the big game. Winston Wolf is on the charge. (laughs) The big game's uh, just over a week away, and it's a big time for you guys, and uh, lots of decisions to be made uh, for people that are sitting on some futures tickets that maybe they've had for a while, right, Luke? Whether you've had the box or you got the Chiefs in a parlay, now's the time to uh, put those up on PropSwap. Yeah. Um, you know, hedging out of these tickets. Sometimes a lot of these guys just don't have the cash to hedge it properly. Um, you know, we have this one individual. He got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just after the prior Super Bowl. So after the 2020 Super Bowl, he got them at 50 to one before Brady had signed. Uh, he bet 200 bucks and he's got a for sale on prop swap for $4,000 right now. Uh, you know, to hedge out of that and bet on Kansas City and clear four thousand, you'd need about six thousand uh, to bet on the Kansas City uh, money line to make sure that you walk with something. So, you know, I think this guy just doesn't have six k sitting around his checking account uh, to bet on sports. So, if if I decided to buy the ticket, okay, for four thousand, okay, or I wait for him out maybe till next week and it yeah. comes down, uh, which I think it will. Uh, and I think a lot of people would be waiting. But let's say I get the ticket. How much would I end up winning if Tampa Bay wins that game, Luke? I think what yes. you had it listed. Yeah, uh, price is 4000 So when you pay that 4000 that's odds of plus 155 Uh huh. That's the best price in the country on the Tampa Bay Bucks money line. Mm-hmm. They are at most 150 offshore. And then any line I've seen onshore is in the plus 140 range. Okay. So you, so you got this. How much I'm, much? I'm how much shocked this ticket is still for sale. It's, this should have been well, sold, you tic- know, immediately. The ticket Best pays. In the, world. the ticket pays ten grand, right? Yes, ten thousand two hundred. Ten thousand two hundred. That's a good buy. Yeah. I might have to think about it next week. I'm not kidding because I, yeah. I you know, everybody that held on to their tickets had Clemson, and yeah. then they had Green Bay. Okay, and we've seen this happen before. Now. There's no way I'm hearing again that Kansas City can lose. And, Luke, we've been down this road before. Yeah. Is there anybody you need me to talk to? Anybody that's <laughs> holding the ticket that you be talked to? Anybody Seriously. that I have to yeah. – anybody yet? Just let me know. I'm on the hotline. I'm on the prop swap hotline. It's the green phone that lights up when Luke calls. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I might be sending you some leads. We got uh, – a lot of these guys have parlays, like um, – right. You know, we got this this FanDuel parlay. He bet the Lakers, the Dodgers, the Lightning, Dominic Thiem, a tennis player, and now he needs the Chiefs. He bet $10, and it would pay over $14,000. Uh, so, you know, What's the again, guy's name? $10, $10 gamblers, like, they don't have, no. you know, $9,000 to hedge or, no. you know, seven grand to bet on Tampa. He's a $10 gambler. The guy bet a tennis player I never even heard of. This guy's a genius. And he he won. Somehow he won. (laughs) I mean, Uh, my God. Now that the NBA season is, uh, you know, underway and we're 
uh, a little bit in here. And uh, look, it stops, it starts, I know. But uh, what what are we looking at for NBA MVP props and stuff like that? Because I'm always interested in those. I mean, there was a lot talked uh, this week about short selling and puts and a bunch of craziness in the markets. But uh. I start thinking about, I like prop swap because you can buy and sell them right away. And it, you, this idea of being short on something, hey, if I wanted to grab Nikola Jokic right now, whose odds have already come down from probably 12 or 14 to 1 to like 8 to 1, to win the MVP award, and he has two more good weeks, and the odds go down even more. All of a sudden, my eight to one looks a lot better if he's five to one in Vegas, right, Luke? Totally. Uh, you know, the, the whole player prop market is like we're the only place in the country where you can sell that. Right. So, to your point of shorting, that, that's that's kind of what you're doing. It's yes. just saying, all right, I'm I'm taking my profit. I'm out of this. I'm out of this trade. Let me let me make some money right now, and not have to wait until. You know, July when these awards awards get announced. Um, so yeah, I remember last year we sold a ton of Giannis MVP tickets. We were selling, you know, we sold a eight thousand dollar Giannis MVP ticket like two days before the ceremony. Wow! So like, you know, trading is is happening all the way up until the the very moment the award gets announced, um, which is different because most sports books will take that off the board. You know three weeks left or even a month left remaining in the season, they'll take that, those awards down, those bets down. But on props off, you could be trading those up and down all the way up to the announcement. Yeah, right to the last minute. All right, Luke, have a good weekend. And then we'll talk to you next Friday and we'll get ready for Super Bowl 55. Can't wait, okay? Thanks, guys. Can't wait. All right, buddy. There's Luke Pergandy. There he is. Luke making money. Propswap. Propswap.com. That is the place where America buys and sells its sports bets. The Joker is something, isn't he? He is something, Mike. I mean, like... You know, I've never seen him and Gronk at the same same time. (laughs) I'm just just trying to figure things out. He does look like like a bigger... He looks just like Gronk. He looks like a fleshier Gronk. A fleshier (laughs) Gronk. He he looks like a guy that plays in the Bulgarian Basketball Summer League, you know, and walks onto court and just destroys everybody. It is and, you so know, good. I mean, they talk about Donich being the best, and you know they're struggling right now. Uh, but but this kid is something else. Oh, I, there are two. Can you imagine collecting money and needing him with you? No, behind you? no, I could not. Right? Please, he's a, he's guy, an intimidating dude. Just big time intimidating. He's the guy that works the nightclub that's closing at two, right. but it doesn't close till five, and nothing phases him. Right, right. exactly. Yeah, there are two. NBA futures bets that I like right now. Tell me what ja- they are. Jokic is one of them. Ooh, he's tough. Um, and, and I'm talking about MVP stuff. And Love I'm, him. I'm looking at two big men. And, and man, I might buy him just to turn around and sell him. But, you know, Joel Embiid has played great, Mike. And he's like, you can get him at 12 to 1 right now. I saw him on a ticket that uh, uh, I wish we still had Luke on. He had on prop swap. The last guy left is for Joel Embiid. To win MVP wow. for like a four-team prior late. He's playing really good He's right now. Great. He does rest every so often. You have to be concerned about injury, but he's turned it on this year. There's no question about it. I think he got tired of the people saying he was underperforming. I think he rededicated himself. Simmons has gotten better. Leave these guys alone. Let them play. Quit telling Simmons to shoot threes like everybody else. Yeah. He's a new unique player. They got a shot. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. I, I like Embiid. I know, and at 12-1, to 1, and if he continues to play well for another month or so and those odds come down, all of a sudden you're dealing from a position of power because you could list it on prop I'm, up. But I'm, I'm watching the freak. He's got Middleton as his second-best player. And, yeah. And then Kennedy, you know, or, you Kinda, know. 
Connaughton, right? Connaughton, Scary. When, when an Irishman's your third best player, you have an issue. <laughs> you got That's all I'm going to tell you. You know? I actually think it's pronounced Connaughton. That's what I tried to Yeah, well, yeah. He, and whatever it means. It's Connaughton. You got to get him some players. Con- thank you, Randy. You got to get him some players. Yeah, got to help the guy. The idea that he can win three in a row is kind of a reach anyway because guys just don't usually do that. He comes to play know? every night, though. Yeah, No, he does. I mean, he absolutely does. He's a fun guy to watch. Jokic and Embiid, by the way, right now, one and two in the NBA in player efficiency rating. So both are playing great, and both teams have been pretty good. The Nuggets have been a hot team here lately. Nuggets have a five-game winning streak, and they've covered in five in a row, Listen, too. Listen, I took the Wizards tonight. I'm already having palpitations. I had the TV on. You remember last week with Ryder. Oh my god! I was god. trying to. I would, but you kept you kept hitting me. Concentrate, concentrate. You know, it's on at the same time as the show. Pay attention, uh, Mike. When we you come, know? when we come back, Mike and I are going to talk a little bit about uh, Deshaun Watson, where he might end up, and oh, what those god. odds look like. We'll tell you who the favorite is, and a couple of the longer shots. I could already hear Mike's god. voice. Mike's got his best play uh, a little bit later <laughs> before we're done, and not to mention Jimmy Miller. Jimmy! He, he did it again last week. He gave yeah, out What look. doesn't he? He's amazing. Huh? He is amazing. It's like me back in the 90s on Rush Street. A machine. It, it Come is. on. Jim Miller will give us some, ho- <laughs> uh, some horses for the weekend before we're out of here. Don't go anywhere. It's Carmen and Mike. We're the Odds Couple. We're coming right here. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside the Odds Couple, alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFelco. We're presented by PropSwap. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North, and he's always giving out great advice and great plays there. I'm at Carmen DeFelco, so uh, I don't think it was a surprise this week, Mike, when uh, the NBA, the NFL, excuse me, uh, insiders uh, started releasing the news that they have about Deshaun Watson and that, yeah, he is definitely upset with Houston. He doesn't want to play anymore down there, and he's uh, asked to be traded. Now, that doesn't mean that he definitely will be traded. My guess is they're they're going to. I mean, if if you're if your best player that you need a lot of buy-in from doesn't want to be there anymore, uh, I mean, the players not like in the NBA, but players still in the NFL, a player in that position's got a certain amount of power. So he's probably going to get dealt. Mm-hmm. And the favorite is going to be the New York Jets right now at plus two fifty. The Dolphins yeah. are second at three to one. The Panthers are five to one. And the Bears are nowhere to be found. They didn't even list them in the top 10. I saw the Bears at, like, anywhere from 16 to 20 to 1. I, they're I saw they're the a long Bears, shot. I saw the Bears behind San Francisco, yep. behind Washington, yep. behind the Raiders, yep. behind the Rams. I saw them behind 10 teams. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean they wouldn't get them, but you're going to mortgage whatever future you may have left. You don't have enough draft picks, number one. Yeah. You don't have good enough draft picks, number two. And the nonsense, you know, I just want somebody to ask one of the Bears, one of the Bear front office people, Nagy or Pace, do you want Mitch Trubisky back? Why is everybody so quiet? Do you want Mitch Trubisky back? Because why isn't anybody asked that question? Why is everybody oh. quiet? Does Mitch have a deal already in place with the Bears? Are they waiting till the dust settles? I mean, what is going on? How come we can't find that simple well, fact out there? Part of it is because they never talk to the media. Now they had their. How can you be in the media in this town? I mean, they won't even give me a press pass. I come in there, they know I'm going to ask them that question. <laughs> you got to get one for I, the, when they speak at the combine. 
Are you kidding me? They used to lose mine. I'd get to to, to, to Plattsville. Wow, we don't have it. We don't know what happened to it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. My question would be, and they know it, and believe me, folks, if you don't think I'd ask it, you don't know my history. Do you want Trubisky back or not? Period. You know that Pace would still find a way to dance around that. You know he would. I haven't heard anybody really ask the question yet, Carm. Well, I'm trying to remember during the end of season press conference, like how was they it They didn't really it do that. Mark that Potter did the best he can. Yeah. I mean, you act like if you step on their toes, they're never going to see their, their pen and pencil again. I don't know. Listen, they don't help the media out anymore anyway. I mean, I don't know. And Mitch is quiet too. Yeah, he got engaged. Congrats to Mitch. Oh, I love He's got the life. Does he look concerned? No. He doesn't look concerned one bit. I told my <laughs> wife, I go, you want to know something? I would have been that happy if we had his money back then. Of course. That's what I told her. I go, I was happy as it is. But she's, I, the rent we paid our first year on Bell Plain and Whipple it, it didn't it didn't amount to what, for a year, it didn't amount to what that ring cost. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that ring was something. God bless that. them both. Yeah. And he's a class act. He deserves better. But if he came back to the Bears, I'd say we have as good a chance as anybody because you're seeing quarterbacks around the league. If all these guys are so great, why are these teams and why do they want out and why is there issues? It's turned into the NBA, Carm. It's turned into, oh, woe is me. I lost last week. I knew Rodgers would pin it on somebody. I knew he wouldn't take full responsibility. So I don't know what everybody thinks they're going to do here, but a lot of these guys are under contract. I think Rodgers will be back with Green Bay. Oh, yeah, I think But Watson, I don't think Watson's looked completely good in all this, and I will tell you this. You can get a Pirates bounty. For Watson and rebuild your ball club. Yeah, I mean, if, if somebody's going to give up, uh, you know, their next three, three drafts, first round picks. Yeah, I know. I mean, plus players. Are you kidding me? It, for a guy that got, I mean, his stats are gaudy as hell. I'm happy. I loved Watson, but it didn't happen. But the Bears, I, I they'd be nuts to give up what they want. It, Who's he going to throw to? Then you're uh, Stafford again. You're Stafford with nobody around you. Yeah, that's another one. Like He's going to be on the move for sure, too. Oh. You know why his contract's quarterback-friendly, Carm? Because it wasn't when he first signed it. Yeah. And that explains why he had no players around him. Yeah, Stafford's another interesting one, too. I love him. I think Dallas should get him immediately and get rid of uh, what's get rid his of name? Prescott. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Look, I think Dak's got a team around him. Stanford hasn't had one. No, I mean, outside of the Calvin Johnson, yeah, it's true. He's never really had a running game, you know. I mean, uh, Stanford hasn't, but 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 Prescott's oh, had one. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Dak has. No, I mean, you're he's right. He's had tight ends. He's had wide receivers. But Dak has still been pretty good in his career. You, you know? want him quarterback in the Bears, please? I would. Do you? Ta- I would take Dak. Yeah, uh, you take anybody except Trubisky. That's We've had true. this discussion. <laughs> anybody but Foles and Trubisky. Anybody point. but Foles, Trubisky, and Clinton. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's. <laughs> much to ask. That's exactly, you just nailed it I on love the head. Trubisky. All he does is make the playoffs, keep his mouth shut. He actually is a, a quarterback, folks, that's homegrown here by us, by our Bears, that actually still wants the player after he was jagged around, <laughs> worse than any player in the history of the league. And most of them, uh, most of them are... Well, they all want out. They all want to be done, I know. You got I mean, Deshaun Watson plays in his whole career with a, what this year was his, they took his one receiver away. Are you kidding? Mitch has never had a receiver like that in his whole career. No, I mean, like yeah, no, not like Hopkins. Yeah, come on. But, what but, is, but look does at what, Sean look, Watson but, really want to come to the Bears? I, I know he's friends with this kid. I he's know. friends with Mitchy. They're all friendly. He, the three of them are friendly. They're all pals. Yes. And you don't think you think they like what they're doing to Mitch? 
It's not his, and he's got a better record than Watson now in the regular season. It's it's comical. It is. Yeah, but he's it, not better than Watson, even though he's his not worse. Better. I mean, he get. He, oh, you he's know worse. What, <laughs> you know what Urlacher said? What? Just like Hilgenberg told Tomzik and Tomzik told me, I don't know what everybody's problem is. All the kid does is win. And Urlacher said it the other day. You just want the quarterback that's fancy that could throw the ball. I side want the up. better quarterback. <laughs> that's and what's it going to achieve you? They had Stafford at Detroit. What good did it do? Yeah, but I but Stafford's not at the two. level. Tell me he's yeah. better. Tell me Stafford's better than Mitch, and then I'll tell you Mitch is a five and two record against him. Yeah. And then you're going to sound you you you'll say yeah, but he's got a great arm. But but you got to win football games, Carm. Winning's become secondary. We'll be five and twelve next. Ne- five and but, eleven. But, but, but next they're year. eight and eight the last two years. The uh, they're eight and eight. After eight, they eight. were picked to win four games last year, and we would have won nine or ten. Why were we eight and eight? We pulled the starter. Well, Did he, we not? Yeah, All and right, he, he won. And deal. he won one of those games. He beat. Uh, it was Nick Foles that Foles beat Tampa. Was two and five. He beat Tampa. <laughs> Yo, beat Tampa. Beat that's, Tampa. The, that's the new measuring stick. We should have taken yeah, him. And say, remember, they first came out, and then t- Tampa was sixteen to one. Yeah, I know. We should have. We should have just jumped on him. Oh, that should have been an odds couple damn of special. Well, like right. like Luke was saying, the one guy who bet him last year, you fifty to one. I mean, jeez, my God. It's like he knew. Oh my God. You know, there's an old. I remember when the fridge scored. Yeah. You know, the fridge yep. was like thirty-five to one. Yeah, for the for the Super Bowl? Yes. Then wasn't that like isn't the story that that was like one of the original prop bets, right? right? And I believe it was 35 to 1. And then all of a sudden Peyton gets taken out of the game. And here comes the fridge. And the rumor had been, maybe from people that don't like Ditka or whatever, is that Ditka was oh, the guy that had money on the prop. Yeah, but oh my god. And then the fridge goes Watson in. That doesn't mean it happened. Yeah. That Co- was a rumor. Co- coach who controls who controls who calls and who comes out? Coach like always used to tell us too. And I, I mean he said it millions of times when we did the I know, love when you we, call him the coach. Co- we did we did I mean between me and Yerk and, and, and oh. Waddle and Sylvie, I mean we did years worth. And of course you go way back with Coach. I, I mean, go me and him did shows together. Yeah. He, he put me up against the bathroom wall one night. Oh my God. Oh, it was great. He we're, always we're seemed he it always seemed very genuine when he reflected on the closing moments of that game, knowing that he didn't get Walter into the end zone, like yeah, I think well. it kind of haunts him. Yeah, like. but they tried to get him in. I know that, and I, but 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 I think Walter, with a lot of people, you know, Walter was the consummate team player. Yeah, uh, but you know what? It's hard to tell the guy. You know, you shouldn't have kept trying. I'm with you 100. percent I right? Walter, it did bother him. There's no doubt it, it bothered, bothered him. him. Yeah, he told me it bothered yeah, him. Yeah, I know it's terrible, you know, right? I know two things bothered him when Freddie O'Connor told the Bears and. And made it plain and simple. Walter shouldn't play in a sprained ankle. Mm. Who was the running backs coach at the time? He never forgave him. That's the only game he ever missed. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He played. played he played one game with like the flu, and he had 270 right. yards or something against O'Connor Minnesota. O'Connor went to right? Bear Brass and said his ankle's bad enough; wow. it could hurt him down the line. Peyton, at at the time, it was in his like his second year or third, something like that. And he said, "I no, I want to play. I want to play. We don't tell anybody I'm hurt. I want to play." Wow. And they didn't. And it's the only game he ever missed. And he really, he did not like Freddie O'Connor, man. No kidding. Did not. That's something. Uh, we come back. Jim Miller's got some ponies. Jimmy! Yes, and then Mike's got another play to give oh, out. Yeah. Uh, we got more fun stuff to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're the Odds Couple cruising along on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6. With a replay Saturday morning at 8. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.
Entering the home stretch on this Friday night, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We're the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. And it's time to talk to one of our favorites. Uh, not only is he just a great dude with great information, but he has been so unbelievably smoking hot. He was in 2020, and he's picked up right where he left off in 2021. He is the galloping gent. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. He is at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Say hello to the one, the only Jim Miller. Jimmy! There he is. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'll tell you, it's good when the it's good when the horses run the right direction. When they're running poorly and crossing the wire first, that's always a good thing. And you know what? If you can pick one out of three every week, that's going to run good. That's really good. Last week we had two horses that ran really well, so it was a really nice week. It was wonderful. Uh, the Pegasus uh, is uh, such a big race, uh, and yep. that was great stuff. We've got as we've talked about Derby preps. Uh, going on here this time of year. Before you know it, it will be Kentucky Derby time. I wanted to ask you real quick, Jim, about futures bets. You know, I think most people know when it comes to horse racing, uh, you know, you're, you're, it's put into a pool. It's the paramutual wager. Right. And so if you bet a horse and he's 10 to 1, but there's a lot of action on that horse, it's not like a sports wager. All of a sudden, those odds could shrink down. But there is a way to lock in future bets that do not change with the Kentucky Derby, right? And you can even do that on the, the Club Hawthorne app. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about it. Throughout the course of the Derby prep season, the Kentucky Derby future bets pop up. And usually what they do is they'll put about 22, 23 horses out there as actual horses that you can bet on through their odds. And then you have the betting field, which is the remainder of the horses. And that betting field early on is always the favorite because people think, okay, well, it's not going to be one of these horses because of all the preps and they may fall off the trail. But if you can identify a horse early, you have a chance to really make a nice score on a horse. And you look at some of these horses throughout the course of recent years and that California Chrome going back was always better odds leading all the way up to the Derby. And then the horse was favored in the Derby. Justify was the same way because that horse was a late bloomer. And you could catch this horse at 15, 20, 30 to one early on. And then the horse was favored on Derby day. So if you like a horse right now, Carm, this is the time to look when those Derby future pools pop up throughout the course of the spring, because you can get some great value now and then you even don't have to worry about whatever the odds are on Derby Day. Beautiful. How's your clock doing? I'm talking about your horse racing clock. I mean, back in the day, the Kentucky Derby was run at a certain time. Uh, the racetrack was open. There was a public. Uh, yep. you, you're used to certain things like Christmas. This is December 25th. Everybody knows that. Everything got screwed up this year. Are you getting back to your own normal self, even though you made some great picks this year? I, I am getting back to my own normal self, Mike. And the only reason I say that is because the track remains open for training at Hawthorne. We know when the spring season's going to be. We know sure. there's going to be that start on March the 6th. It's not, okay, what is the virus going to do? Will it allow us to race? Won't it allow us to race? We do have fans back on site, although at a limited number. But I expect, again, with everybody doing the right thing, that number is going to continue to grow, too. So, man, I'm really hoping for some more normalcy. But when you talk about it for the Derby especially, all these prep races are all lined up for the first Saturday in May. And last year at this point, these races were all in that same spot. And then you had a derby all the way in September. So everybody can kind of schedule accordingly. But now you're going to see a lot more horses packed into a smaller amount of races because they all need those valuable points to run in the derby. Uh, let's try to do it again here, Jimmy. Make some more money for yeah, our Jimmy, listeners. Go, what do we like this down. weekend? We're going to do it again. We got two derby preps and one Oaks prep, and the Kentucky Ooh. Oaks is also a points race. So let's start with the Oaks prep first. That's Oaklawn Park on Saturday, race number five. Bet the three-horse coach. Just bet this horse to win, but this is a horse you want to look when they have the Oaks futures up because I think coach will be one of the better horses on the Oaks trail. I think this horse will crush him in race five at Oakland on Saturday. 
And then two derby preps, Gulfstream Park, Race 11. This is the Holy Bull Stakes. Bet the four-horse amount across the board. Todd Pletcher has multiple horses in this race. This is the lesser known of the horses, but it will provide more value. So bet the four amount across the board. And then in Santa Anita, race number seven, bet the three-horse Parnelli across the board. I think this is a bad morning line, guys. The horse is 12-1 to 1 in the morning line. Ran a really big race as the second choice, a last start out, I thought. And I think this horse will be even better in the start on Saturday. All right, so prep races this weekend. The first one, Oak Lawn. The fifth race, the three-horse to win. At Gulfstream Park, the 11th race, the four-horse, bet it across the board. And then at Santa Anita, the seventh race, the three-horse across the board. Right, Jimmy? That's right. I think we got some value here and can make some money. Love it. We'll see you next week, Jim. Thanks. All right, boys. Take care. Jimmy! Jim Miller at Hawthorne Jim. Parnelli got the Italian horse. Yeah, he's got a little paisan in there. Little Parnelli after Parnelli Jones. There we go. Back in the day, auto the 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 Indianapolis five hundred. My God, I'll take it. Let's do it. Are you kidding? Why not? We we give nothing but winners here. That's right. I know. That's all we do. I'm eight and zero my last three weeks. Ever since you know, I just I I got luck. I mean, the ride. I'll tell you what. It's been a, a, a glorious year for for our for the brand for AM one thousand. I mean, somebody said, "Does Carmen Yurko do they have any contests or anything?" I go every week. Yeah, I give out a winner every week. That's it, baby. All you have to do is bet it. You you win money. That's right. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I mean, you're giving enough. You're giving and giving enough for is enough. The bleed you dry. You know what's going to happen when I start losing, oh, and that will happen, geez. folks. You know, hey, Mike, what's wrong? You you were picking at seventy percent over three months, but now you've lost three in a row. Ridiculous! You know, Stop the don't start with me. I will block you. Exactly. If, don't, look at. There's no crying in baseball. No, there's no crying in gambling. There's a lot of complaining yeah. because here's what I like. I could tell at the beginning of the week, this week, who had Green Bay, because the ones who had Green Bay are still crying about the fourth down play. Yeah. Me, I had Tampa. You I thought it. it was a great call. Yeah. Kick the field goal. No kidding. That's all. <laughs> going and Carm would have thought the same thing if you bet Green Bay. I don't know what happened. If you bet Tampa, if you bet Green Bay. But Carm, you know this. Anybody that bets Tampa loved that call last you, week. You have been so unbelievably hot. I had to follow in your footsteps. The only bet I made on my own in that one is I, I hit don't two. Don't be ashamed to bet with somebody else's advice. We always No, absolutely. We have investment counselors that can't rub two nickels together. I had, uh, I bet Ryder last week. That was oh. a winner. Um, I had uh, my one, the play that uh, that I gave out uh, to uh, uh, some friends was the over in the first half of that game. I told our buddy Jesse Rogers, and I told him, I oh. said, Mike, I said, Mike's best play, one of his best plays of the year is Tampa. And I said, I also like the first half over. Luckily, those both hit, although I, for a while there, they I didn't get the first half over. Jesse, I know this. Jesse could use all the advice he could uh, get. Right, how about it? Yeah, he's I texting me the in man. the morning. I said, Mike loves <laughs> Tampa. I'm like, you got Jesse's been hearing my bad advice for a long time, though, because we used to bet like the, like the public. It's a different ball game now. There's all sorts of information, but it took me years to figure out, look, it take. I don't care what anybody says, how many people picked Tampa Bay and went on the air on a credible radio station around the country or in the city alone and told everybody Tampa Bay was an easy pick? Me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right, exactly. Nobody else did. And now we're hearing the same thing about Kansas City. And you know what? They might be right. And if they are, the bookmaker's going to take a bath. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I tell you, and if Tampa wins... Uh, if Tampa does win this thing, like this is the biggest fear for most of the books is the exposure you know what? early in the year on Tampa. If Tampa wins after what they've won for me already, 
I will fly to Tampa and wait at the airport like some of those people do at 3 in the morning, and yeah. I've never done that in my life. Beautiful. I'll then, wait for the plane to land. down there with a sign. Oh, with the sign, we love you, Tom. Any, you know? any best bets that you want to give out for uh, this weekend before we get out of here, Mike? Of course, Carmen. Are you kidding me? You we like, got buddy? already... I am watching the one game. We're doing okay there, you know. But I gave out a couple nice games today. Uh, As you know, uh, the one game that I gave out uh, was Troy. Yep. Okay. And I also gave out uh, Washington Wizards. I mean, really, it's like a... It's like I'm on on the diving board with no water down there. Here's what I'm telling everybody. (laughs) You can... You got to take, look, at, you know who's being crapped all over because they are playing like crap and they don't play defense? Who? The Dallas Mavericks. Mm. They're playing Utah. Utah handled them well last night. I've been hearing Utah's a cohesive machine, okay? Well, I think uh, tonight my guy Donich is going to go off. It's a late game. Uh, get up in the morning if you can't stay awake. Although it's never fun to wake up and see that you lost. Never. But you know what? Don't worry about it. We've been on fire uh, the last two, two and a half months. I'm, I'm, on, I'm at about 61%. So just keep going there. Mavs, that's, what I, that's what I got. Mavs is the play then. Mavs yeah. is the play tonight. All right, let's do it. I don't love anything. i got to be honest. Uh, I know Merck really likes Illinois. I, I can get on. Where, I, I like, you know what? I, I'm leaning with Merck in Illinois. I can, I can get on board with that. I also think the over is interesting because both offenses are very, very good. That game's coming up, so hurry up if you want to get on that action. I think Illinois minus two could be a good play tonight. I like Illinois minus two. I mean, I don't know if I bet. I bet, like you say, couch change. Couch you know? change. Maybe a half unit. Couch change. Half tonight. a unit. That's, That's all. all. Just have some fun and watch the line. I Although, I, I, they're losing more lately. And Underwood, boy, does his face get red fast. Oh, it does. Oh, yes, my God. it does. Like, his I blood thought, it boils. Oh, it is. He have a temperado. I love it. Next, he's Brian Kelly's offspring. He is. That's right. Next yep. week, Mike and I will do a real deep dive into Super Bowl 55. Yep. It's going to be great as we get you set for the big game. So we'll see everybody then. Thanks, as always, to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. Ooh, Thanks ooh. to Sean Davis, Eric Ostrowski, and yep. Randy Merkin for all their help. And, Mike, have a wonderful weekend too, and uh, all Super Bowl next week. All right, buddy? Oh, I can't wait, baby. I can't wait. Have a good one, guys. Happy wagering, everybody. For Mike North, I'm Carmen. We'll see you next week on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000.